Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and wake, welcome to a breaking news edition of the Bird Brains, along with my longtime partner, the former Eagles beat writer for NJ.com, and the Trenton Times, Mark Ethel, I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Tyann, Ken Dunnick, and Mark, the news has just broken that the Eagles have fired Doug Peterson. I know you have some insights on this. First thing I want to discuss is why do you think the Eagles have gone in a direction coaching-wise right now? Well, I, I think it was a two, two-pronged two um, attack, for, for lack of a better word, on, on Doug, because... And Doug likes to attack. That's probably a good yeah. word. Um, if, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, word, the national media, the word got out that Doug was fine. You know, he was coming back. The Eagles decided that, you know, this, was a, this year was kind of an aberration. Um, and he was fine. He tried to bring him back. And then he had that meeting with Jeffrey Lurie. And obviously, things occurred during that meeting that Lori didn't, didn't like or didn't want to hear. And I think the first part, I think part one is Carson Wentz. And that's not being talked about a lot, but it, I, I know for a fact that um, Doug and Carson, that, that marriage was over. It, it, it just got to the point where they, those two were not going to coexist. Um, and I think, I think Lori, I'm, now I'm speculating here, but I think one of the questions Jeffrey had to ask Doug was, what are we going to do with Carson? How can we fix him? What does he need to do? How are we going to do this? And I think Doug's answer was, um, I don't want to fix him. I think we should move on and let's go with Jalen Hurts or let's draft another guy or something. I, don't, I think Doug's answer was, no, let's move on from Carson. And that, and that wasn't the answer that Jeffrey wanted to hear. Jeffrey wanted to hear what Doug was going to do to bring Carson back to where he was a couple of years ago. So I think that started the ball rolling. The other part, and this is, I don't blame Doug at all for. It. I mean, you can you could argue all, all day over Carson versus Doug, and I don't know if, there, if there's a right answer. It's just a matter of how how you feel. But this part, I don't care how you feel. This Doug got got done wrong here, in that they don't let him pick his own staff. And there was a no. You know, last year they they embarrassed him when he went out and had a press conference and said, "No, I'm not making any changes. Mike Rowe will be back." And this guy. And then two days later, or the next day. They fired Grow and, and and the other guy's name I never can can re- remember. But um, you know that's there's a lot of important hires to be made. Well, not as head coaches hiring, but you know Jim Schwartz retired, so they need a new, a new defensive coordinator, which is a very important role because Doug doesn't really pay attention to the defense. He lets his coordinator run the defense, so that was very important. The linebacker coach left as well. Uh, they were going to they got rid of Morningwig and and Scargella. Um, so they were, they were going to bring in a real offensive coordinator. Well, that's a very important hire. Um, so, you know, you can't – I've never – I've covered, I don't know how many coaches, six, seven. Coaches pick their own staff. I mean, you can suggest – like when Andy Reid was hired, it was strongly suggested to him that, that he keep John Harbaugh, teams coach. Harbaugh was, was hired by Ray, Ray Rhodes and did a great job with special teams. And Andy looked it over and said, yeah, this guy's pretty good. I'll, I'll keep him. But then Andy brought in Jim Johnson and, and Rod Dowhower and Pat Shermer and, you know, Brad Childress and so on and so on. I mean, he brought in his staff. You know, he did keep – I think he kept one or two. And he, most coaches keep one or two just for, you know, transition, if, 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 if nothing else. Um, but you can't let – you can't let Doug ha- have guys – I mean, they're the guys that he's trust. They're the guys that he works with day after day after day that – 
game plan and, and, and break down the film and do it's got to be guys that he's comfortable with. You can't you yeah. can't just throw a guy at him. That, that, well, that's, a, that's a recipe for, for disaster. You and I have had this discussion before, and I, I mentioned I'm reading uh, Doug's book, Fearless, right now. And in that book, he claims that he's the guy that made the decision to hire Jim Schwartz. You were covering the team at that time, and you say that's absolutely not true. I, I can't imagine it is because I actually, and I'm not bragging here, but I, I, I broke the story that they hired Jim Schwartz as defensive coordinator, and I wrote it and, and had it. Before they hired Doug, we didn't even know who the head coach was going to be yet, but I wrote a story saying that whoever they hire as head coach, Jim Schwartz is going to be a defensive coordinator. So I don't think that's 100%. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to call Doug a – I don't want to say he's making stuff up, but that wasn't – I don't think that's totally accurate because Schwartz was actually hired prior to Doug. And, like, and again, like what happened last year was, was just bad for a head coach to have to, you know, backtrack what he said at a press conference and say – you know, oh, I, I was misunderstood. What I, you know, no, nobody misunderstood you. You said these guys weren't getting fired, and then your boss fired them. So, so one of the perceived preferred landing spots uh, for Wentz, if they decided to try to move them, was the Indianapolis Colts. Is it a coincidence that Frank Reich only this morning uh, went on record saying that he wanted to keep Philip Rivers for another year? So that takes away a little bit of the Eagles' leverage in trying to move. This 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 player this this money with the with the cap issue. I mean, it's got to be an easy thing to move one well, to another team and avoid this massive cap hit. Well, I don't see, I don't think the Eagles, and, and by the Eagles I mean Jeffrey Lurie, and I'll throw Howie Howie Roseman. I guess he, Howie will go with the wind. I mean, he just wants to save his job. So whatever Jeffrey says, Howie Howie will say yes. Um, they didn't want it. No, they're not getting. They're not trading Carson Wentz. I don't think that was. That was a media creation. I don't think the Eagles themselves ever even thought twice about trading. I mean, I think that's what part one of why Doug got fired. I think Doug was behind the let's get rid of Carson Wentz and move on. And, you know, because like I said, that relationship hit, hit the, hit the point of no, no return. So it was either keep Carson and fire Doug or keep Doug and trade Carson and Jeffrey Lurie. He owns the team, so he can do what he wants. His decision was, I'm going to keep Carson I already invested a lot in him, um, and I'm getting rid of Doug. So that's yeah, there, where we are right now. There were some telltale signs this year that the relationship between Laurie and Peterson had fractured a bit. Of course, it was uh, reported in the press that Laurie actually left practice in a huff one day because he didn't like what he saw. He didn't travel to the Cleveland Browns game, which was, I believe, the first game that he missed as the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. So there was some tension there between Peterson and, and Lurie, although most people thought that Lurie would give him at least one more season. Yeah, I did. Um, I, like I said, I, I had been asked in the past. What I, I thought Doug would be back in 2021, but with a short leash. Like if, they, if the beginning of 2021 looked like 2020 and they start 1-4 or 0-4 or whatever, I, I could see him getting axed. I could see that happening. But I thought he would at least – you know, I, I you know get another year. This was a crazy year. I mean, I know every team went through it, so it's not really an excuse. But it wasn't. It was under this season. Twenty twenty was played under very unusual circumstances. So I thought that would buy him a little, buy him another year as well. Um, but it, it, again, it, it came down to I think Carson Wentz versus Doug Peterson. The Eagles chose Wentz, and then I think Doug, when they were telling him, you know, he can't hire his his own coordinators said, you know what, 
fire me then. I'm not. And he he, yeah. and he 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 would not be the first coach to ever get fired over a, an owner or general manager trying to force him to make changes. That that's happened throughout the league for, for sure last hundred years. I mean, yeah, I you know my thoughts were because the Eagles suffered so many injuries, especially on the offensive line, and I really thought that had a factor in the way Carson played. You could tell even when he had protection. He was very skittish back there. He was throwing the ball off target. He wasn't the same guy, only and primarily because he didn't have time to throw. So, I, given that, I thought they might give Doug a little bit of leeway. But I, you know, I guess the, the thing all came to a head today. Now, now you've been very adamant, uh, even a month ago, that you thought that Doug Peterson would be the next coach of the Houston Texans. There are several jobs available right now, including the Jets where he's got Hugh Douglas, the guy's worked with before, Jacksonville, Atlanta, the Lions. You think Doug Peterson will be the next coach of the Houston Texans? I think Doug Peterson will, will, will get into one of these other six jobs. I, I really do. My, my strong guess is Houston, and that's based off a conversation I had, God, probably it was during the season. Was, there was a few games left in the season when a person that I, that I trust that's in the league – asked me if I thought Peterson was getting fired, and I answered him the same way I just answered you, but nah, I really don't think so. I think they might give him another year. This person was like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, you know, who knows? We'll see how things play out. But uh, he said, well, if Doug does get fired, the Houston Texans are going to be calling him that day. So, and this, and this was like about three or four weeks after the, the, the Texans had gotten rid of Bill O'Brien, so that job was open. So it wasn't like he was talking about a job that hadn't even opened yet. Um, Houston, Houston job was available, and he made it. And this, this person made it clear to me that Houston really wants Doug. Now, now if Doug has choices, he may decide the Atlanta job is better than Houston, the Houston job, or the, the Chargers well, about, job is better. How about the Jets? I mean, he knows well, Hugh Douglas up there now. Joe, now they well, talk about Doug. Not best friends. Everyone well, tries to connect dots. I mean, Joe Douglas worked with the when Peterson worked together for what two years. Uh, I don't think they're. I don't think Doug's a New York kind of guy. I really I don't, well. Doug's that's what I, that's what I was going to say. The Doug's media got a lot up more there than he does New, New, New York. Listen, if Doug had problems with the Philadelphia media, the New yeah. York media would absolutely eat him alive. But the other thing that sways me that he wouldn't be a choice for the Jets is I think the Jets are really going to commit to salvaging Sam Darnold. I thought they liked the way he played at the end of last season, and you know Doug's problems with Carson Wentz would give team's pause to think, well, wait a minute, he couldn't fix Wentz. How's he going to fix Darnold? Does, does that make, argument make sense to you? A little bit. I just don't think he's in New York. I, 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 Houston, he has a quarterback who's a little upset right now, but maybe hiring a Doug Peterson gets to Sean Watson like, hey, okay, this isn't a bad hire for me. I got a guy that played, it, played the position in the NFL, a guy that won a Super Bowl, a guy that was successful with Wentz before he got hurt and was successful with Nick Foles. I could like this, Deshaun Watson. I mean, right. let, you know, let's use the remaining time to go over some potential names. I'm going to start out with the guy that I think would have an inside track to the job for many reasons, and that's the current offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy. Your thoughts on Bieniemy? No chance. Why? Because the Eagles, because of all the jobs available, the Eagles are probably the worst one. So why would you take that one if you can have another one? Okay, but you think the Eagles might be interested in the enemy. You don't think the enemy would be interested, would be interested in the Eagles, no. Okay. And you can't interview them now until after the Chiefs get knocked out, which might not be until after the Super Bowl. Okay. Urban Meyer's talking to Jacksonville. Any interest? 
No. I would love – keep in mind, see, Ken, this is not an attractive job. If you can't pick your own staff, you're not getting Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's going to laugh at you. Well, Urban Meyer's going to own the franchise, and that's one of the reasons why the Eagles wouldn't hire him. They did that with right. Chip Kelly. They're not going to do it again. Same with a guy like Bill O'Brien, right? Local oh. ties, Penn State, not not can't a coach away. He can't coach how, a lick. He's terrible. How about, how about Joe Brady, who was uh, Burroughs' coach at LSU, was the coordinator for Carolina this year? I like him. Uh, that's a possibility. That's, that's more the line where you're going to go. I don't think you're going to get a big name. You're going to get a coordinator type. How about, Raheem, how about Raheem Morris, who's got Atlanta playing pretty good right now? Jeffrey Lawyer will never hire a defensive-minded head coach. How about Greg Roman, the current offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens? Again, that's the kind of guy. A guy that I like, and I love the way his defense plays, and they were beat up this year, is Robert Soleil from San Francisco. Yep. I think he's headed to, to the Lions. I, I, I think he's a Michigan guy. Um, I think, I, I think if, if I had to bet, I would bet him going to the Lions. Again, defense, Lori doesn't want defense. How about New England's coordinator, Josh McDaniel? No. He's, he's the guy that left the Colts hanging. At. I, I wouldn't trust him from here to there. Wants too much power, too, right? Probably. Yeah, he, he, he wouldn't take the job. You're, for, you're, you're overlooking something that I'm going to throw out at you. Go ahead. Deuce Staley. They promote Say again? Deuce. They, they promote Deuce Staley. Uh, I don't think so. And the reason I say that is because uh, they had a chance to uh, make him the offensive coordinator. Somebody within that organization fought that, whether it was Doug. Maybe it was or, Doug. You, you, say, you say Howie was making the personnel decision. Yeah, I don't, I don't but, know. Uh, I don't, I'm it'd just, be a popular choice in the city yes. for sure, but that's what I'm looking at. I don't see it. And would let them hire – wouldn't be, have no problem with them picking his staff for him because he'd just be thrilled to have the job. A big-time college coach like Lincoln Riley or Dabo Sweeney or Jimbo Fisher they're all out of the question. Hey, yep. Dabo Sweeney makes $9.3 million now. Why would exactly. he take my Eagles job, exactly. right? Here's another one, too. Mike, Mike Kafka, Kansas City's okay. quarterback coach, who played for the Eagles. He played for guess, the Eagles. Yeah, right. well, he was – and he's, he might be the only quarterback played for the Eagles that was worse than Doug. So, if you want to keep going that route. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know it, it's interesting that this thing has happened so quickly. We wanted to jump on right away. We may have more information – in the next coming days, depending on you know, what we hear and where we think it's going to land. But for, for Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Thanks for joining us for this emergency edition of the Bird Brains. We'll bring you more information later. Take care, everybody.